So I wrote a book. It's called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And in the book, I divide life into seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. And now I empower women to go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Welcome to Biz Help For You, the show that saves you the expensive learning curve by providing advice from industry experts in every facet of the entrepreneurial journey. Too many small businesses collapse. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 20% fail within their first year, and less than 35% make it to their 10th anniversary. The goal of this podcast is to change that statistic. So if you're interested in learning more to be a successful entrepreneur, tune in today. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my guest today. Rebecca Whitman is a distinguished success mentor, Princeton University honors graduate, and the accomplished author of international best-selling books, including Phenomenal Feminine Entrepreneurs, Business, Life, Universe, and How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. She was honored as the Life Coach of the Year by the International Association of Top Professionals and hosts the globally topped 5% ranked Balanced, Beautiful, Abundant podcast. Rebecca's unique philosophy centers on the concept of seven pillars of abundance and assists individuals in achieving balance across these areas to enable them to lead more fulfilling and liberated lives. Rebecca's expertise and insights have been featured on major networks like ABC and CBS, and she's been a speaker at esteemed institutions such as Columbia University. Additionally, she has shared her knowledge and virtual stages with renowned thought leaders, including Grant Cardone, Jack Canfield, and Les Brown. So Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you, Candy. It's so great to be here. I am looking forward to our conversation. I mean, who doesn't want to learn about pillars of abundance, right? <laughs> but before we get into questions that I have for you, I'd love for you just to share your story about how you became an entrepreneur. Yeah, I am something. It's funny because I moved to LA 22 years ago to be an actress. I didn't ever think I would be rated like top seven entrepreneurs to watch in 23 by LA Weekly or life coach of the year, all that. It's really shocking to me. I wanted to be on TV shows and movies. <laughs> and I had small parts on huge shows like Friends, CSI, and 24. And I never did get that big break. So I found myself working at children's acting schools, which I totally loved because I don't have kids. And while the kids were at school, I had time to attend lectures with great thought leaders like um, uh, Abraham Hicks, Michael Beckwith, Marianne Williamson. And I started studying the law of attraction and began applying it to my job at the kids acting school. And before I knew it, I was making six figures working part-time. And the one area of my life that was really challenging was my love life. I had the habit of picking emotionally unavailable men and I married one hoping he would change. He did not. And three years after marriage, I filed for divorce. And as my marriage was unraveling slowly, my dad was slowly dying in a nursing home. And in one of our last conversations, he asked me to write a book. I had no idea what I was going to write. My dad, uh, his funeral was on a Wednesday. My divorce was finalized on a Friday. And I was sitting across the desk from my financial planner. And he said, Rebecca, you're having your best financial year ever. You're actually a self-made millionaire. And I find it interesting because this is the same year you lost your dad and you lost your marriage. And I think you should write a book about how you live life. So I wrote a book. 
It's called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. And in the book, I divide life into seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. And now I empower women to go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Nice. (laughs) And I think there's a lot of us out there that probably need to hear that because whether we're working a corporate job or an entrepreneur, we can be kind of spreading ourselves too thin in a variety of areas. So I think the first question I would love for you to answer is what are the seven pillars of abundance? Sure. The seven pillars of abundance are in order of importance. The first one is spirituality. I believe Having a relationship with the divine, whatever that is, is the foundation of a happy, successful life as an entrepreneur or in anything. And I'm a huge believer of a morning practice to connect with the divine upon awakening. The second pillar is physical. That means fitness. That means uh, taking care of your body, feeling comfortable, feeling confident, And that is so important. So I believe in body before business, schedule your business around your exercise. The third pillar of abundance is emotional. All emotions come from abundance or scarcity. So scarcity emotions are feeling that there's just never enough. You know, there's never enough money. There's never enough time. There's never enough energy. There's never enough love. There's never enough clients. And abundance is feeling there's plenty of time. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of uh, clients. I have plenty of energy to get through my day. So how you switch from the scarcity to the abundance is through gratitude. Mm -hmm. Having a gratitude practice is very, very important. The next pillar of abundance is romantic and having a love life, whether you're in a committed relationship or looking for your soulmate, having someone in your corner that believes in you, that has your back, is so important. Uh, The next one is mental. And that's what we're doing by listening to this awesome biz help for you podcast. Mm -hmm. We are working on our mindset, our mental, mental does not mean mental health and my pillars. It's, it's growing your mind. So whether you're listening to an awesome podcast, listening to an audible, a YouTube, taking a class, learning a new language, you are growing your mind. The next pillar is social. Having community is so important. Your vibe attracts your tribe and you are who you hang around. So if you want to get a certain result, you want to hang around people who have already achieved that. If you want to be wealthy, hang around wealthy people. If you want to be in good shape, hang around fit people. If you want to be happy, hang around happy people. And the seventh pillar of abundance is financial. And Candy, everybody thinks financial is abundance. They Mm -hmm. think If I just focus on making a lot of money, I will have enough money to hire a personal trainer. I'll get totally fit. I'll meet my soulmate. We'll socialize with other uh, spiritual people at a retreat and we'll get happy. But in my experience, finance is the last piece of the puzzle. When you are spiritually centered, physically fit, have friends, have a romance, have happiness, have abundance in your mindset, you will attract financial opportunities. You will attract clients and life becomes easier. And that's the goal is ease, flow, and grace, not to not to grind it out. I call myself the magnetic abundance mentor because I believe that when you are in alignment in these seven areas of life, 
you will magnetize your abundance and you will magnetize your good and you're in a flow state. It's not a hustle and grind. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's true that there's so many different aspects that we do have to focus on in our life so we can have that balance. But sometimes it's hard. And when you're saying, you know, like all these other things should be in place first, someone might be thinking, you know, well, I have to run the company and I have to be able to do all these things to make sure I generate the revenue. So it almost seems backwards. Like once I have, like you said, once I have the money, then I'll feel confident doing all these things. So for you to say it's really the opposite, I think might be eye-opening for somebody who's listening. I hope so. Because uh, the other things do not take a lot of time. People think, oh, it takes so much time to do all the seven pillars of abundance. I won't have time to make money. But you do them all. It's almost more like a harmonious concert mm -hmm. rather than a balance of one or the other. The spiritual is waking up every morning and having a morning practice. I am a huge believer in journaling. I met a woman when I was a teenager named Janet, and Janet gave me a format for a journal. I've been writing in that journal every morning for 30 years, and it has completely transformed my thinking from negative to positive. I think that she's an angel. I really do. I, uh, I really... I was shocked by how fast these life-changing journal prompts changed my life. So I've added some other ones as I've, as I've gone on my spiritual journey and my financial journey, and I want to gift that to your listeners. But doing the morning practice takes me anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes. I work out five times a week. Um, emotional, it's just being mentally disciplined romance. I have one date night a week with my husband and I really love helping entrepreneurs meet their soulmate, especially women in midlife. I have a program called seven steps to manifest your soulmate in midlife, which it brings me so much joy because I manifested my husband in midlife and I love showing other women it can be done. So having one date night a week with your romantic partner. Uh, the next one is uh, social or no mental you you listen to podcasts and audibles and YouTubes in the in the nooks and crannies of your day while you're driving, while you're walking the dog, you know, while you're doing household chores, um, and then social. I try to schedule one social visit a week with a friend, just a coffee or a lunch, nothing crazy, and then finding everything else is financial. So it's mm -hmm. about time blocking. It's about figuring out, you know how you can structure your day. I like to think of my financial life as kind of like a hit training class. Hit training mm -hmm. is, you know, you, you do like an interval and you work out really hard and then you kind of take a short break and then you do another interval. And I think of uh, structuring my time in time blocks like that. I do uh, an hour and then I'll take a, a little bit of time off and then I'll do another hour. And I like to call them power hours. And it's amazing how much you can get done. I actually have four businesses and most of them are six figure businesses. So it's, it's amazing. Nice. So if someone is listening and saying, okay, well, I understand what you're saying and I need to focus on these. Um, but I think it might be hard to start with all seven, right. To really focus on them. Right. Like, what do you recommend? Maybe they focus on first. I mean, I know you said kind of in order, you know, spiritual first and physical and things. So maybe you are going to say spiritual, but if somebody is just like, okay, how do I get started? If I'm not doing this, what would you say? I would say the very first step is to 
wake up a few minutes early and create a time for a morning practice. Whether that is five minutes of just sitting still with your coffee and just calming yourself or, you know, doing the journal, like I'm going to gift you guys or prayer meditation, just having some kind of calm start to your day. Because have you ever had a day where you just wake up late and you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you spill your coffee and then you, you know, pull out of the driveway and hit something like it just, it just snowballs. Mm -hmm. So starting the day in a calm state I think is the most important thing. And then if you do feel yourself getting harried and getting ner like nervous and getting that energy, like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Like you can restart your day mm -hmm. and have another morning ritual in the middle of your day. It's just a way to connect to the divine. The second thing I would say is schedule your workouts on Sunday night. Uh, even if you just work out three times a week, you can get benefits and people who are in business are like, oh, I don't want to work out. I want to just focus on money. I had a boss who said, instead of like curling weights, curl the phone, you know, make more <laughs> sales calls. But when you mm -hmm. do work out, you have more confidence, you have more energy, you have all the, the dopamine, the serotonin, the endorphins that, that are in psychoactive drugs. And it's just going to help you be more magnetic and better at what you do. Mm -hmm. So if all you could do is just make those two shifts of having a morning practice and doing your exercise, I think you would be amazed how much your life shifts and how much more energy you have. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, you've also said that someone should keep their job and find a side hustle. So why do you say that? Yeah, I do say that. Now, a lot of business coaches say the opposite. They say, Max out your credit cards, put yourself in a do or die situation. You have to uh, burn the bridge to take the island or burn, burn the boats, however the saying goes, and that you put yourself in this like make it or break it situation. Mm -hmm. And I have a lot of friends who have done that and they actually go bankrupt. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they don't make their bills. Their family loses their health insurance and it's a really dire situation. I tell people, let's make business fun. Having fun gets it done. Having fun makes you magnetic. People want to work with people that are having fun. You don't want to come from an energy of desperation. Mm -hmm. You want to come from an energy of contribution. And when you have all your bills paid and you have your health insurance and you have a product, good or service that really lights up your heart and you want to share it with people that's what's going to attract people to you. So I believe in having a side hustle. I actually have a program called create a six figure side hustle, how to take your passion to a profitable business. And when you have a side hustle, it makes your life fun. Maybe mm -hmm. you're really burned out at your current job. Having the side hustle could really give you something to look forward to at the end of your day or to do it on your lunch break. And some people when they make enough money with their side hustle, they quit their job. But I'm also a huge believer in keeping the job and having multiple streams of income because the money that you make from the job, you can reinvest that into your side hustle. Mm -hmm. You can pay a VA, you can buy that software program. And it's amazing if you do the time discipline like I've laid out, you can have both. Mm -hmm. The average one percenter has seven to 10 streams of income. Mm. 
That's true. I agree with you on that point too, especially if someone is just wanting to start their business uh, for multiple reasons. Because often when they come up with a plan too for their business, they either overestimate the income they think they're going to make or underestimate the actual expenses and they run out of cash. And then, like you said, you go bankrupt and then you've lost your business. And so if you have that regular job, right, that you know is going to cover your expenses, then you could build up the cash reserves that you need, you know, to operate, you know, that business as you launch it and not be so stressed about it. And you also don't have to take any client that comes along. Like I said, you could have yeah. an ideal customer that you want to work with. And so if someone comes along that you realize is not the best fit, you don't have to take them just because, you know, you have to have the income. So I love that you actually said that. And I think it gives people permission to realize you don't have to say, okay, I'm launching, I'm going to quit. And, you know, like I said, I'm all in and I have to make it work because I've seen the statistics. And even since COVID, when people ended up starting businesses because they had to, a lot of people lost their jobs. 50% of businesses that started during the pandemic have failed. Right. And that's one reason I have this podcast is because I want to educate and help people be successful. But a lot of people start businesses and don't have the expertise. And that's devastating, right? When you've started something and then you've lost. So thank you for sharing that it's okay, right? To have a job and start this on the side. Yeah. And it's okay to start again. You know, mm -hmm. if you're listening to this podcast and you've tried a business that failed, it's okay. You know, every, imagine if you stopped dating every time someone broke up until you met your spouse, you're like, Nope, dating's <laughs> not for me. It's just not meant to be. I'm just supposed to be alone. I mean, maybe that wasn't the right timing and the right business, but I would tell the entrepreneurs listening that have failed at something, just don't give up, keep, mm -hmm. keep going. The only way to fail is to quit and you will eventually find a business that lights you up and that you can stick to, mm -hmm. and you might not be good at it right away, but that's okay. That's why you can hire coaches like me and candy and you can listen to podcasts and you can work on your, on your craft, but but don't give up. And when you have a job, you don't have to quit. Mm -hmm. You can just keep learning, keep growing as an entrepreneur, as your job is, you know, paying your bills and keeping your health insurance. Mm -hmm. Right. And as businesses grow and become more successful, then they can scale back if needed. So it's not like you have to work full time all the time either. You could change what you're doing over time. And, you know, a lot of times too, employers are happy to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, so I would just say again, too, just be able to have that conversation with your current employer, as well as, you know, being able to have your own company. Now, if it's the exact same thing, they're not going to like that. Right. But a lot of times people have a passion right. that they're starting, you know, and it's totally different than their business. And it actually, like you said, can make you a better employee, even because you have enjoyment in something you've got that like stress relief and you're having fun. And then you then are more productive in your current job as well. So, you know, again, I agree with you on that. Yeah. And, uh, that's what happened to me. I mean, I still work at the kids acting school, but now I only work three days a week because I love working with the kids and it's great money. And I put my other, my other hours toward my side hustles and my boss knows that I have multiple streams of income. So that's mm -hmm. a great point. You can, you can scale back with your job as your, as your businesses take off. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I also wanted you to touch on, obviously, 
these pillars that we have, things are going to shift over time. So you might be doing really well in an area and then something may happen and maybe you're, you know, kind of dropped in terms of how much focus you have on that. So do you want to talk to the person who's listening who maybe is in an area where maybe they know they should be focusing on this, but some things have changed and they're not doing as well? And what can you do to encourage them? Well, let's fitness is what came to mind. You know, so many people like, I know I should eat clean. I know I should work out. I know I should drink my water. And it's so easy when you get into the habit of not doing it. So I would just tell them, don't wait until, you know, Monday. Don't wait until January 1st. Don't wait until someday. Just start now. You know, you are where you are on your journey. And health is health is a journey. You know, health is just about choices. And just do your best to make the next better choice. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is true with anything. I mean, any of the seven pillars, you are where you are. You know, maybe you just had a divorce and you feel like you're never going to date again. Or maybe you got destroyed financially by the divorce. But you know what? You will rise again. You can come back. Humans are so resilient. And I really believe that with the right coaching, the right tools. I mean, this book here, this is all about resilience. It's 10 bucks. So there's so many different books and resources to, to help you get back on your feet and just don't give up because you know that if you have a vision of where you want to be in any of these seven areas, whether it's, you know, you want to be fit or you want to be married, or you want to be making a certain income, I don't believe that God would have given you that vision if you couldn't achieve it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And is there any other takeaway that you wanted to share on this topic that I didn't ask the question about? Um, well, I would just tell business owners to not be afraid to invest in themselves because your mindset is so important in business. You could have all the technical know-how and you could know, you know, how to program software or click funnels or, you know, all the ins and outs of your product. But if you don't have the right mindset, people are not going to be attracted to work with you and you have to have a presence on social media. I mean, even accountants and podiatrists have to have a presence on social media because when people decide if they want to work with you, the first thing they're going to do is look you up on social media and they're going to look over your pictures and your content and think, huh, do I want to work with this person or not? So I would tell everybody who's listening to this, you want to work on your personal brand and whether you love or hate social media, it's not going anywhere. And this is the way that business is done. And to work on your social media. And that's one of the things and create your six figure side hustle. I really help entrepreneurs get their social media dialed in. Perfect. Well, you did mention you have a journal. Uh, so I'd love for you just to share a little bit more detail about your offer. And also how can listeners connect with you if they want to learn more? I have this amazing journal and it's called my abundance journal and it's life changing journal prompts. And I, I'm so, I believe in it so much. I'm so certain that if you write in it every day for 10 days, I'm convinced you'll have some kind of a breakthrough in your personal life 
or in your business, because this journal just helps you flip your perspective. And I'm giving you that, that as a gift. And I'm so excited to hear what happened. So find me on social and let me know how you like the journal. Tell me what happens after you write in it for 10 days. You can find me on Instagram at Rebecca E. Whitman. You can find me on threads, Twitter, all the things at Rebecca E. Whitman. And you can also look at my website, Rebecca Elizabeth Whitman with a Z. And on my website is my personal email address. So uh, I would love to stay in touch with you guys. And Candy, thank you so much for having me on the show. Perfect. Well, thank you for coming and talking about this topic. I'm sure the listeners have found some great tips, you know, from, from here and hopefully, you know, they'll reach out and get that journal too, to help them along that even more, uh, to focus. And like I said, think of gratitude each day as well. And that will really shift kind of the outcome of your day. Right. So thank you. Gratitude is part of part of the abundance journal. And I'll just end with this. Happy not, happiness is not getting what you want. It's wanting what you have. Mm. And that is going to attract more of what you want to you. Mm -hmm. So true. Perfect. Well, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in today. Would you please share this episode with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? And if you find our show informative, would you consider being a financial sponsor to help me continue my mission to educate business owners? A link is located in the episode description and no amount is too small. I'd really appreciate your support. If you are interested in connecting with our guests and receiving the offer they had to share, a link to our resource page is in the show notes. Finally, if you have any bookkeeping or payroll needs, reach out to us at 310 534-5577 or contact at abandp.com. My team and I are eager to assist you. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.